I've spent most of my life in a hurry. In a rush to get somewhere, to achieve something, to get through where I was to where I wanted to be. I'd like to offer you the advice my mother gave me. Slow down. Enjoy the scenery. It took me a while to accept, but as usual, she was right. I've prepared something just for you. A reminder that good wins. Regardless of where you are or where you're going, goodness prevails. Good things will happen to you and for you. Your time is important. I want to make the best use of it. I've set my clock for 18 minutes. That will tell me that our time is almost up and that I need to close. Now I invite you to rest for a moment. Set aside your cares and concerns. May our time together give you comfort, assurance, and hope. to be somewhere. Even if most things in life are going well, we have goals and desires for the future. We want a new job, a bigger bank account. We want to be with someone we love. We want the destination, but would often prefer to jump over what lies between now and then, the middle. Most things in life take time. Sometimes it feels like it's taking too long. We're waiting. And waiting seems boring, with no purpose. Few of us seek the middle, but that is where much of life happens, where we grow. We often miss benefits when we skim over the middle in our rush to get where we're headed. What is your middle today? Is there an area of your life that feels unsettled? The title of my message today is The Messy Middle. Most things in life, including life itself, have a beginning, a middle, and an ending. The beginning usually doesn't last very long. It's often quickly forgotten. Somehow the beginning turns into the middle, which is where much of life is spent. What we seek most is the end, the result. For most of us, the destination can't come soon enough. We want it now. We want everything now. Jennifer and I travel often to see her mother and sister. The trip takes roughly three and a half hours, and we go several times a year. We know the way. We have been down the highways and roads many times. How nice it would be if we could get there immediately, leave our house, and be there in a snap. But we can't. We have to go through the middle to get where we're going. Here's another travel story. My dad used to take the family on vacation. We never went very far, but it felt like it because I was young. Not long ago, I drove by one of the motels where we would stay. Now it seemed to be so close by, only about 45 minutes away from where I grew up. Back then, the trip seemed to take forever. I was impatient to get there, to start having fun. We can't make the destination get here faster by wishing away the middle. 
Sometimes working harder just adds stress and extra time. The destination arrives faster when you live in the moment, when you take your mind off it. The trip takes longer if you're thinking only of the destination or the goal. When we were kids, we'd say, are we there yet? Over and over. We were in a hurry, and what was truly a short ride seemed to take forever. As adults, when we fill our time with other activities, we arrive in what seems like no time at all. There is a middle, and it's often messy, sometimes difficult, unpredictable. Part of what makes it difficult is that we don't know when the middle will end. Wouldn't life be easier if we knew when we would, quote, arrive? Most of life is spent in the middle. Don't waste it thinking only of the goal. In our quest, we pass by and often miss opportunities, experiences, and benefits. The middle isn't wasted time. The middle can be rich with benefits. Don't be in a hurry to get where you're going, or you'll miss a lot of the journey. Remember those trips to see Jennifer's family? Those routine drives have paid some unexpected dividends. We pass a sign for a covered bridge. We took that turn off one day, drove a few extra miles, and saw a wonderfully preserved covered wooden bridge. We intentionally took a detour another day and discovered a once great retreat center, a small village really, that years ago was visited by thousands of people. There's also the driving time. We call it car time. Instead of feeling stuck in a car, we consider it three and a half hours to unwind, relax, and talk about things that are important or unimportant. No outside distractions. No news. No demands. Some of our best conversations have happened on those roads. One conversation in particular made it clear to me that Jennifer and I should be married. If we hadn't taken that trip, would I ever have been so sure? Would I have asked her to marry me? That trip, that started out just like all the others, changed our lives. Let me shift the discussion to another topic, money. A goal for most of us is having more money. We can define the goal in simple terms. How much money do we want or need? Answering that question doesn't take long at all. For most of us, however, there is a pretty long time between our desire and when we reach it, if we do at all. A period of saving, not having enough, of budgeting, and countless difficult decisions before we arrive at anything close to what we need or want. A long middle. How can we use this time to our advantage? I grew up in a middle-class family. In his best earning years, my father did very well. Not wealthy, but comfortable. My dad lost that job, and my parents divorced. The kids lived with mom, who got a job driving a school bus. In a short number of years, we went from living pretty well to having to struggle to make ends meet. If I wanted something considered extra, I was going to have to work for it. There was no wealth waiting for me. If I wanted it, which I did, I was going to have to create it. No one was going to hand it to me. It would take many years to accumulate. 
This is one of my messy middles. I was a teenager in those years of struggle. I hated never having enough. I made a pledge that I would not spend my entire life with less than, with struggle, even though I had no idea how to live any other way. I wanted the goal, comfort and wealth, but had no plan how to use the middle to get there. I started working when I was 13 years old. I basically spent everything I made, so I really wasn't a saver. I didn't get serious about saving for retirement until I was 34. I made all kinds of poor decisions. Life happened along the way. The middle taught me to appreciate what I have, what I was earning. I became a good saver. I learned how to handle money. Learned how to use a credit card without getting into trouble. The bad decisions along the way were valuable lessons. We often learn more from our mistakes than we do when things are easy. I figured that making a mistake once was acceptable. Making the same mistake twice was a problem. With that thinking, my middle began to produce results. My parents have always bought me unbranded clothes from department stores and discount shops. The other kids had brand-name shoes, jackets, and jeans. One day in Miller's clothing shop, I found something I had to have, a faded blue Levi's jean jacket. This was like the other kids wore. I took it off the hanger and slipped it on, the fit was perfect, better than anything I remembered before. I wanted it so badly, but I didn't have enough money. My dad said he would pay half. I took care of that jacket like no other piece of clothing because I was invested in it. My money helped buy it, and I knew how hard I worked for what little I received. I earned that jacket. The struggle I hated taught me to make things last, to make my money go farther. I still have that coat today. I don't wear it. It doesn't fit. But I keep it as a reminder of the lesson I learned in the middle. All the other clothing that was given to me is long gone. I didn't appreciate it because I had no stake in it. I keep that jacket to remind me of the value of earning something. I quit a good-paying job when I was in my mid-twenties. I launched a business on my own. I saw this as an opportunity to end my struggle, to become financially secure. It really wasn't a business at all because it never made money. I poured everything I had into it, then went into debt. I used credit cards to pay my living expenses and those of running my office, the business that had no customers and no income. Eventually, I had to admit defeat and get a real job. At the time, I considered the business, that chapter of my life, and myself a failure. Today, I see it for what it was, an experience. Not a mistake at all, because I learned about falling, then getting back up, dusting myself off and rebuilding, 
I gained resilience, wisdom, and so much more. The middle taught me lessons I use today and every day. At times, I hated it, but there really was no alternative. My middle for saving seemed long, but that time gave me the opportunity to get into trouble and to get back out again. Time to make bad decisions and to recover. You can too. I am not gifted, unique, or special. If it happened for me, it can happen for you. I wanted something bad enough that I was willing to do whatever it took to get there. My goal was security and freedom from struggle. What is your goal, your dream? Are you at the beginning, the end, or somewhere in between? The messy middle is often that, messy, but it pays dividends. The middle has a message, a significance. Don't be in a rush to get through it. Give the middle a chance to work for you. The middle is changing you, growing you, and preparing you for the life you deserve. Don't give up on your dreams. Don't let the middle or anything else stop you from getting what you truly desire. You will arrive at your destination and will be richer for the experience, even if the road along the way is filled with what appear to be setbacks. May I speak to you from my heart? You may be in the middle now. May I remind you this is not the end of your movie. Your story has not been written. If your life is messy, it means that something is coming, something better, something just for you. In the meantime, you have everything you need to endure to rise above, to accomplish, to overcome. Life is a series of destinations, each with a start, a middle, and an arrival. And each is making you better, stronger, and wiser. When facing challenges, it may be tempting to stop, turn around, and retreat to what is familiar. You want to return to the way it was before. This is tricky. First, you really can't go back because life only moves forward. The rest of the world is moving ahead. Choosing to go back, even if you could, means swimming against the tide. You would be going in the opposite direction of those around you, those who love you. Lastly, there is no back because it too has changed. The only way to go is forward. May I offer you the encouragement to push through? Keep moving, even if the steps seem difficult and unknown, even if you're unsure about the destination. You are not alone. Others, too, are feeling the stress of being messy. Everyone you meet is carrying some kind of a burden, carrying their mess. They too are growing by enduring adversity and uncertainty in their life. Life is not just a long middle. Better days, easier days, safer days are coming. 
You will arrive at your destination and reach your goal. Bad will not prevail. Good will win. <laughs>